Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. Broadcasting from the heart and to the heart of a, the I Work For Him nation, you've tuned into the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio. Hey, thanks for tuning in this afternoon to I Work For Him. However you're listening to us today, just know that we have prayed for you. We've prayed that something we say today on the air will cause you to dig deeper into your faith and to connecting what you hear on Sunday with what you do in your 9 to 5. Make sure you check us out online at iworkforhim.com. That's iwork, the number 4, him.com. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, all your favorite social media sites. Just look for iwork, the number 4, him. You know, every day on I Work For Him, we seek to bring new examples of what God is doing in the marketplaces and workplaces of our country. Today we highlight, for the first time in detail, the Barnabas Group. The Barnabas Group is a ministry of discipleship, training, equipping, and ministering to ministries through collaboration and networking. Those are my words. I'll let our guest explain it in her words. Where do you go to understand your calling and equipping and then get plugged into a ministry that needs those skills, your skills? The Barnabas Group is the answer for that. Find them online at barnabasgroup.org, barnabasgroup.org. Becky Turner joins us today from the Barnabas Group. Becky is the national managing partner. Becky Turner, welcome to I Work For Him. Becky, welcome to I Work For Him. Hey, Cody, just so you know, I can't hear Becky, so I want to make sure that we get that done. So uh, while we're waiting to hear Becky's voice, just so you know, check out the Barnabas Group. It's We're talking to Becky today in Houston, Texas, and but the Barnabas Group is located all over the country, and it's so important that we find out about these ministries all over the place. Becky, can I hear you yet? Becky Turner. I can hear you. Can okay, you hear me? perfect. I can hear you now. Can you hear me now? Can you believe the Verizon <laughs> guy went to Sprint? I still can't believe that. After all those yeah, years. I know. I know. Becky, welcome to iWorkFrame. I'm so grateful. We're, we're, we're doing something different today, going live at 2 and then at 3 and then at 5 all over the country. It's so much fun. I'm excited to share with the iWorkFrame audience all about the Barnabas Group. I just am grateful for you giving your time today and several people. How did you, Becky Turner, come to be a follower of Jesus? Well, I'm a good Baptist girl, so at, at about seven I made a decision for Christ. But for the next 20 years, I just did my own thing. And finally, 25 years ago, I finally came to the end of myself emotionally, spiritually, physically, financially. And um, despite growing up in the South, church was a part of what I did, but it didn't impact me. So I decided I'd give God a shot and see if he could do much better with my life than I had so far. And surprising, he did a really great job with my life the past 25 years and has really brought me, brought about great transformation. And, and so I'm all in with him and grateful to serve him through the Barnabas Group. When you gave your life to Christ, when you really went all in, uh, 25 years ago, did you did you imagine all the different things that God would be doing in your life over those tw- last 25 years? No, not at all. And um, it really has been amazing as I've looked back, and I can remember a time him telling me, just get on my coattails and we'll travel the world. And I literally have traveled the world um, serving him um, all around the, uh, the globe. Mm, that's fantastic. So when you hear the name, I work for him, what does it, what does it mean to you? 
Well, the first thing I think about immediately is Colossians uh, 3.23. Whatever you do, whatever your task may be, work from the soul. soul. Put everything into it. Make it your effort as serving the Lord and not for men. So when I think about that, I immediately think that what I'm doing, whether it's at work or at home or in any area of my life, I'm really doing it for the Lord. And um, he's the ultimate rewarder of what we're going to do. That is so true. So talk about this reward called the Barnabas Group. How did you get connected to the Barnabas Group? It's a it's a fun story because in uh, November of '09, I was running a maternity home in Houston, Texas, and was actually one of the very first presenting ministries in uh, Houston in November of 2009, and presented the Lifehouse, the ministry that I was involved with, and had a great impact. Um, folks came out and, and helped us make some really key decisions. Um, and then a few months later, uh, there was some transition and some leadership, and um, I'm stepped away from LifeHouse and just started seeking the Lord on what the next steps were, and Barnabas reached out to me and said, hey, Beck, would you consider running our local Houston chapter? And I thought, why not? I love what they do, and as a, ultimately as a fundraiser, uh, my heart leans towards stewardship, stewardship, and with um, the Barnabas group, it's ultimate stewardship because it's time, talent, and your touch, as well as, of course, your treasures, but that's not what our focus is. Ours is your talent, talent and your time. And so I ran the Houston chapter for a couple of months. We, I mean, a couple of years, and then we added another location in the Houston area, um, the Woodlands in 20, uh, that would have been 2014, is that right? 2012, and then 2014, I added Dallas and went up there and helped launch the Dallas chapter. And then in uh, March of 2016, the national organization called and said, hey, would you help come alongside all the other managing partners and be the national managing partner? So in 2016, I became the national managing partner of, of Barnabas um, and still am involved in the Houston and the Dallas chapters, but I'm slowly transitioning out this year to just do uh, the national managing partner job. So I've been around um, Barnabas for about eight years now. So let's Let's get let's have some fun with this. Talk to us about what is the Barnabas Group all about? I mean, describe the mission, what you're really trying to accomplish here. I think the best way to describe it is to tell the story that my uh, board chair in Houston shares of a good friend of his who's the CEO of a multi-million dollar corporation and attends a fantastic church in the Houston area and was asked to be on the elder board and attended the elder board and they they said listen saturday is the first opportunity for the elders to serve so show up on saturday and we'll have you serve and the guy's like great i want to serve the lord he shows up on saturday and they put a pair of hedge trimmers in his hand and uh because it's work day and he needs to trim the hedges at the church and the guy was like this is great i am more than happy to do this but i don't even trim my own hedges um why don't we use the talents that i have you know, I don't know how you use this um, Let me come alongside of you for vision or for strategy or for counting or for financing. Um, those things that we use Monday through Friday are often not being um, exploited. Can I say that? Exploited sure. for the kingdom of God. They're being used to raise money, praise the Lord for lots of different ministries. But that talent, that gift of creativity or marketing or HR skills or leadership, any of those things, often in our churches we we hire them, but there's a whole lot of 501c3 ministries, kingdom-minded ministries, that our Barnabas partners can come alongside and engage them to help them do business better while they're still doing ministry. So that's what so, Barnabas does. 
So your partners are people that you've identified out there in the marketplaces and workplaces of, of, the, of the U.S. And you, let me just, I'm just going to state it. And if I say it wrong, then you just correct me. Hmm. You match up those skills with 501c3 nonprofit kingdom focused organizations that desperately need those skills, either on a short term or a long term basis as part of the organization, but they can't afford the salaries or, or can't afford the service or that kind of thing. Exactly. Or it's just a one-off gig. They just need to have a brain trust. But that's exactly what we do, and we showcase ministries um, throughout the nation at our our local events. We'll have four or five ministries in a room at one time because we believe in an abundance mentality, and there's plenty to go around. So we'll showcase four or five different ministries, and then the partners can say, I, I love that pa- that ministry. That's my passion. Hey, I know somebody, or I am that someone that can come alongside and help them. And um, and just we do the introduction. We set the table, and we let the Holy Spirit do the rest of the work. Okay, so how do you find these partners? How do you find the people that want to volunteer their God-given gifts, talents, and abilities that they use every day? How do you find those people? How do you find those partners? Well, a lot of it is um, we partner along with a, a sister organization of ours called the Master's Program, um, okay. which is a three-year uh, discipleship program that um, works with marketplace leaders to help them identify their calling, their fashion, their focus, you know, their clarity on some of their things. And so those guys usually come out of that program and say, hey, you know, where do I go? Now that I know what my calling is, where plug me in somewhere. And so we work closely with them to find them, as well as just, you know, word of mouth at our local chapters. You know, we're sitting in Sunday school rooms and um, churches and cubicles next to people who have um, a desire to do this, and we just need to introduce them to Barnabas. The Barnabas Group. We've got Becky Turner with us. She's the National Managing Partner of the Barnabas Group. Becky, welcome back. Thanks. Glad to be here. So excited to hear from some of your partners. And so what do you, if it's a ministry using your service, do you call them partners too, or the partners of people that are doing their volunteer? Give me some of the terminology so I don't mess it up. Of course. Um, our partners are those marketplace leaders who want to volunteer their time and their talent. And then our ministries are just our ministry. That's Got how it. we differentiate. Okay. So we've got Debbie Tangler on the line. Do you want to introduce her? Go ahead, Becky. Yeah, Debbie is a, a great personal friend um, for many years, and um, I guess it's probably been three years. She'll probably mm-hmm. know better. She came and presented um, Arrow uh, Child and Family Services, specifically um, Freedom Place, which is a ministry that houses and ministers and disciples um, those folks coming out, those ladies coming out of um, the sex trafficking industry. And so we had Debbie come and present, and um, I think we've had a great impact on that. So I'll... I'll let you guys take it from there. Debbie Tingler, welcome to I Work For Him. What a pleasure it is, Jim, and greetings, Becky. What an honor it is to be with both of you. So, Debbie, why don't you start off telling us just real quick. I always love to have people share their stories of how they came to Christ. How did you become a Christ follower? Well, I like to say that, um, especially down here in the South, I was born into the church and into a denomination that um, my family could have had a pew named after us and thought at a very early age that qualified you uh, to enter the kingdom, and then quickly learned that I needed to walk down the aisle and give uh, my life to him, at the, as Becky did at the age of seven. And um, it wasn't until actually working in a profession later that I got some of my questions answered and actually made him Lord of my life. So what does that look like in your workplace on a daily basis? How does your faith connect to your work every day? 
Well, um, Becky referenced it a little bit as well. Um, I don't think um, that God compartmentalizes us here on earth. I think he calls us uh, to be his light and to shine in the darkness, and I think that the workplace is often the best place to do it. He happened to place me in a ministry called Alpha, uh, the Alpha Course, where I helped birth the first regional office in the United States and then later became the executive director. And in that, I helped um, individuals, congregations, and groups come to know that their questions could be answered about the fundamentals of the Christian faith, and with that, help them walk into a deeper, more intimate relationship with him. So they could be that light wherever they walked into darkness. And usually that does relate to our workplace. And Alpha really gives people permission to ask questions. And, and I mean, that's one of the greatest things. A lot of times people don't feel like they can ask the questions, but Alpha makes it okay to ask questions. It's one of the most exciting things about the Alpha course, Jim, is that it's done in a safe, non-threatening environment. And I think that's one of the reasons the Lord has um, taken it and moved it to the largest evangelistic tool worldwide now, where people of all countries, all walks, um, all talks, all avenues of life, and even done in the workplace, can get their questions answered. Um, (laughs) And I believe when we do that and do it in community, we can really become uh, the difference that Christ called us to be. Well, and I love Alpha. Maybe one day you and I could do a whole show on Alpha. We did one several years ago. I love the ministry. Talk to me about how you got introduced to the Barnabas Group. Well, it was actually in the work with Alpha that some of our partners began to discuss this idea of coming along alongside ministries. And so I got to um, be part of actually the very first time that Becky even presented with LifeHouse. Um, I was sitting there with the Barnabas group and um, got to be a ministry advisor with them and work to see um, more of the Barnabas group grow and expand, not only to benefit the ministries that were being um, exposed, but also to equip um, these leaders that Becky was referencing, to equip them with the ability to utilize their gifts um, in ways that may have not been um, capitalized on at any other time. I love that. I love it. So talk to me about it. So as part of Arrow Child and Family Services now, today, you're, you're big involved now because now you're the National Relations Officer for Arrow Child and Family Services. First of all, what is Arrow Child and Family Services all about? Well, I thank you for asking. And as the Chief Relations Officer, I get to um, spread the word about an organization that's actually taking and running um, a Christian organization straight on into government affairs. Not something you normally see out there every day, but we are a child placement agency that began 25 years ago out of the heart of a foster child and then uh, later has evolved uh, to begin one of our programs that now serves child sex trafficked victims in the rehabilitation process. Uh, We serve both in Texas and Maryland um, some of the most difficult cases through foster care, foster to adopt, schools and educational services for behaviorally complex children, and then as well as serving the uh, child sex traffic victims in their restoration and rehabilitation. 
Man, there's another show, oh, Debbie. Okay, we got a couple of them in the. We, we got a couple, and we got to go back and do that. That is so huge, and there's such a major problem. In, whether it's Texas, and you said you're in Texas and, and Maryland, you know, but in Florida, child sex trafficking is is such a huge problem on the I four corridor between Tampa and Daytona Beach with Orlando right in the middle. Such a big deal. How did the Barnabas Group partners come alongside? Arrow Child and Family Services. What, what what was it that you were looking for help with, and how did it work out that the Barnabas Group could plug in partners to help you? Well, it's so great to have had the experience and knowledge of all of the leaders' abilities and gifts to come in, and we laid out questions before them. We got to present to these community leaders and lay out some of the what Barnabas actually calls the big question to them, and to have them come alongside and help us uh, recreate videos for marketing collateral uh, to be able to help us look at and streamline some of our services that we offer on the campus uh, where we actually serve in a rehabilitative fashion these children recovering from such atrocities. We even had, for example, a gentleman who had helped to found a bank. He brought along his chief operations officer and um, a managing partner, and they put together a program where these children that we serve between the ages of 9 and 18 could begin to understand what it means to open a, a checking account, to fill out an application for a job, or to even have some of the members of their staff come and be part of our job fair. It was ways where they could get involved with the gifts and talents that they had acquired in the workplace and apply that to children who had suffered such wars and never had experienced the wisdom and wealth of knowledge that these business leaders could impart to them. So when you look at the results of Barnabas Group plugging in partners into your ministry to help with some of these projects, what's the result in the kingdom? It's actually amazing because um, Scripture talks about, you know, what is true religion? It's when we come together and help widows and orphans in their time of need. It's also very amazing that when we come together as the body of Christ, we all benefit. And having had these businessmen and women who love the Lord, but do not necessarily get to talk about that every day, go into a place where children who have suffered some of the greatest atrocities get to see the light of Jesus come in. They get their faith built, as well as the business leaders being so gratified that knowing that their workplace also becomes a workplace ministry. And I think that when that happens, it's almost like heaven and earth collide. And God says, now you are actually being my hands and feet to the ones who need to see me the most. And Barnabas has done an amazing job. And with Becky's leadership, it's been so fun to see people in the Christian faith just explode in their faith and their ability to even share their faith in greater ways and to bring other community leaders and business partners alongside with them and have their faith rejuvenated. Oh, I love that. Becky can't even, you can't even buy that kind of advertising. Debbie Tangler, thanks for calling in today. Where are you calling? You're calling in from Houston as well, right? I am. Our national headquarters right right. here in Spring, Texas. How do people find out about Arrow Child and Family Services? What's the website? www.arrow.org or uh, they can give me a call. 
arrow.org. All right, Debbie Tingler, thanks for calling into I work for him this afternoon. Appreciate it. All right, Becky, that that's fantastic. I love that. Now, people are listening all over the country today to this show, and, and they may, may be in a location where uh, the Barnabas Group isn't available. How do they find out if there's a group locally near them? Well, if they'll go to barnabasgroup.org on the website, there is um, a thumbnail uh, picture of all the cities that we're involved in across the nation. And if their city is not listed, then they can reach out to me and we could see about bringing one there. Becky, it's exciting. What we just heard from Debbie Tingler out of, uh, from Arrow Child and Family Services was was fantastic. Let's. There's a lot of people that tune in after the bottom of the half hour. Let's just reintroduce what the Barnabas Group is all about again, okay? Sure, of course. We are uh, actually the only collaboration of marketplace leaders in the nation who are coming alongside of kingdom-minded ministries to help them basically do business better. Um, They have a a specific weakness or need or gap of of, uh, talent, and we provide those services to them on a pro bono basis. All right, so give some examples of some of those things. You know, your partners, the people that have these God-given gifts, talents, and abilities that they're using every day in their workplace, give us an example of some of those talents that you plugged into ministries. Like, describe them. Sure, of course. I mean, it's any of anything that you can imagine in business, whether it's marketing, IT support, HR help, legal, finance, um, uh, any kind of leadership, strategic planning. One quick example I can give is a ministry came and he had, was actually a pastor that had been going with a mission to Africa for years to help them uh, train pastors, and it was just kind of a subset of this big ministry, and he came and presented to us, and um, through a brain trust that we put together, an ideation session with some Barnabas partners, as well as himself and a couple of his leaders, kind of came to the decision of, we need to form our own, so we can help people brainstorm through the process of what's the very best partnership that I have, and how do I best organize my corporation, quote-unquote, that's a ministry to be most impactful and effective for the kingdom? So those are just a few of the, the ways that our Barnabas partners um, help ministries be more impactful. Now, one last question. I'll let you introduce our next guest. You said that many of your your partners are people that have gone through the master's program, the master's program. Uh, and Now, what if somebody hasn't gone through the master's program, but yet they've, they, they've got kingdom skills that they want to put into action. They've, they've been using their, their talents for their own business, their, maybe an organization that they've been working for, but they want to use their, their skills to bless a nonprofit kingdom-focused ministry. Can they still be involved with the Barnabas Group? Absolutely. Come on and be a part of what we're doing. It, that's just where the four right. That's how we started as an organization was a spinoff of the master's program. But we welcome any marketplace leader that has uh, capacity and time and capacity and talent um, to come alongside and um, help advance. The, hey, I like to expedite the kingdom of God, ex- expedite Christ's return. So we welcome anybody. Oh, we love that. All right. Well, why don't you introduce Mike Ostrom for us? Mike is uh, also a great personal friend. You know, when you serve in ministry together, uh, you might start out as acquaintances, but you become great friends. He and his wife, Mimi, and their um, kids are a blessing to me as I get to stay with them often when I'm in the the, uh, greater Dallas area. 
Uh, Mike is um, originally from Oregon and is involved in um, the whole crazy world of Internet uh, search optimization and all that fun stuff that I can't even really explain most of the time. But he has run a very successful business and has um, come alongside and done some great things in the Dallas-Fort Worth area with the Barnabas Group. So I'm glad to have him on the show. Mike Ostrom, thanks for calling into I Work for him today. Thank you very much. Talk to me about Mike. How did you come to be a follower of Jesus? Freshman year, first of all, raised going to church and uh, was there every week, but was there more out of obligation than anything else, uh, just to pass the time. I would count the number of people who were in church, anything I could do, because Sunday at 10 o'clock in the Northwest, that's when the football games kick off, and I was just <laughs> dying to get back home. So I would, I mean, just do anything, but was not engaged. Freshman year, University of Oregon campus, uh, Campus Crusade for Christ had a survey, I checked a box. A couple guys came by my dorm room about two weeks later and said, hey, did you, you mentioned that you had be, you'd be open to having a conversation about Christ. And I remember at that time, I was looking at my History of Western Civ book. Big book, thick book, no pictures. And I remember looking over <laughs> at them. And I remember looking back at the book. And I looked at Dave. Dave Lee was the guy that God used. And I said, Dave, I go, I go, I go you have as much time as you want. And we went through the four spiritual laws. <laughs> made a ton of sense and accepted Christ that fall afternoon at the University of Oregon in a dorm room there. So that's that's how it all happened. So it was Western Civ or Jesus, and you chose Jesus. I, I, I love that. That's fantastic. And it wasn't close. Yeah, I love Raymond Chickering, great, great professor, but man, Jesus had uh, a lot on him, yeah, that day and every day since. So what mission field do you spend your, your you find yourself spending every day? Becky hinted at it a little bit. What, what do you find yourself in doing every day? Gotcha. On day-to-day, my business is uh, search engine marketing. That's what we do. And then my mom and dad had rental properties uh, growing up as a kid, so we've dabbled into that a little bit. But we're real small players. But the big thing, kingdom-focused, just I think like most people out there, we all have minimal amounts of time. What can I do with this minimal amount of time to drive the best return on investment for the kingdom? And there, I want to be real clear. There is nothing wrong. When I've served at church or cooked things or cleaned up, those are good things, but if there's certain skills and abilities that he's given the people who are listening to this program, that project manager, you're especially good at, at something, if you sit in a Barnabas audience, oh, very similar to Shark Tank, we're huge Shark Tank fans in our, fa- in our family, and you listen to those ministries present, you will hear something most every time we have a meeting where at least one of the ministries will say, we have a need that's here, and immediately you go, hey, I can do that, or I know somebody who can do that. So from, to answer your question fully, it's to just say, God, where do you want me? I'll, I'll drill down as long and as deep as you'd like in this area, and then when it's time to move off to something else and have someone else take over, uh, that's where we'll, we'll go. And in three short years, my goodness, it has been uh, all kinds of different ministries that have had an amazing impact and uh, very minimal time, ironically. So what's the name of your company there out of uh, Dallas, Texas? Gotcha. I uh, help out with the Dallas office. It's AI Media Group. They're all based in New York. They're a bunch of crazy New Yorkers uh, on Broadway there. And <laughs> hey, we have uh, people listening in New York. Be nice to them now. Yeah, that? we got we got people listening in New York. You got to be nice to them. Oh, they know. They know. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I show up and they say we're crazy New Yorkers. You're right. Yeah, there's no there's no doubting that. Yeah. So so doing search engine optimization, helping manage rental family rental properties. How do you see your faith impacting your day to day? Outside of the the extra work that you get to do as a as a as a partner with these ministries that the Barnabas Group connects you to, how do you see your faith being lived out every day as you play on the web? 
Yeah, well, just on the, the baby steps, and I'll start off with the, uh, the rental properties. With the rental properties, it's something as simple as our church has a big Christmas program every year, and there's a, an altar call or an opportunity to accept Christ uh, at that event, and it's a powerful uh, Christmas program. Uh, thousands of people come to it. So we say as simple as, hey, if you'd like complimentary tickets, we'd love to have you go to this, and we've had people go in uh, previous years. When it comes to the com- uh, company, uh, there are not, I'll be very candid, a lot of Christian-based ministries that are coming into the search engine marketing world that our company has experience with. The one positive side is that Google does have something set up, and this is free. They will give away $10,000 a month in free pay-per-click advertising to any 501c3. And so this is independent of my company, but if someone comes in and has an interest in that, I'll refer them, and they can get you know, free advertising from Google, which is great. You know, whatever their their focus is, whether it's uh, you know, pregnancy crisis or whatever it might be, uh, there's a lot of people out there who want uh, free AdWords budgets. Yeah, who doesn't want free? That's pretty. That's pretty incredible. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we're not going to go on a Google conversation. I'm going to walk away from that one. All right. So, how did you hear about the Barnabas Group? About six years ago, someone invited me to a master's program meeting. Went to the meeting took the classes for three years, and the rest is history. And then when we got done with Masters, it's, what's next? You know, God, you, you've opened my eyes. I see these things. What is the next thing to plug into? And Barnabas was just a perfect fit. How has being able to plug in your skills that you're doing each and every day, how has that impacted your faith as you plugged those skills into these ministries that desperately needed you? Yeah, and not to sound like a, a defeatist or a, start off with kind of a depressing answer, but I'll be candid with you. When... When I'm not doing something, I get idle, and my mind wanders. I find myself watching, and not that there's anything wrong with SportsCenter, but too much TV <laughs> at night and commercials, and I'm just I'm not as focused as I could be. If I'm not reading a book or if I'm not on task, uh, not unlike David in the Bible, when he's supposed to be out at war and he's at home, and he's doing what he shouldn't be doing. And I see that in myself. And so what Barnabas has enabled me to do is to keep focused on what is the next ministry? What is the next task? God, what would you have me do next? And I need to be digging into the Word on a daily basis, or else I'm in trouble in other aspects of my life. So it really keeps uh, me focused, keeps me on target, and that sounds incredibly selfish. And I'm sorry, but that is the case. Uh, there are a lot of positives coming out of it for ministries as well, but uh, just to be very candid with you, it's been a huge blessing to keep me on track as a, as a father and, uh, and also a, uh, a husband to my wife. <laughs> Mike, I love that testimony. It's fantastic testimony. Mike Ostrom, thanks for calling into iWork Ram this afternoon. I really appreciate you sharing your story. Keep fulfilling the Great Commission, brother. God bless. All right. Becky Turner, again, I know you, you, you can't, you could never put these, you couldn't make these stories up. I mean, there's just two people that have called in and just shared the impact of being involved with the Barnabas Group. It's just turned their lives not upside down, but right side up. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure, it's an opportunity that that isn't it, you don't see a lot of um, you don't see anywhere else, and so we love to be a part of helping people really um, fulfill all their gifts. It always reminds me of, um, of course, the name just came out of me, the runner, that chariot of fire, where they're at doing something, they feel the pleasure of the Lord. And um, we get to help them do that in a great way. 
So both of your guests have, have hinted at this meeting where a presentation is made and there's there's Barnabas Group partners in the audience and they're listening to what uh, the, the, the ministry is presenting. Hey, here, I've got these needs and the partners are trying to figure out whether it's a fit for them or they know somebody. How, tell us how that really works. How do the ministries find out? How do they get the privilege to do the presentation? And how do the partners find out about the meetings? Absolutely. Well, the, the ministries, uh, we never are assured of ministries. People are always calling us and reaching out to me. So they go through a, a vetting process um, that just to kind of set up, are they doing what they're doing? With some especially key thing is that they have to have a component of their uh, strategy has got to be discipleship or evangelism. If that is not a part of what they do, even if they're great people, even if they're believers that are running the organization, our heart is to see evangelism and discipleship mm. happen. So we only work with kingdom-focused ministries in that area. And um, so they, we go through a vetting process, and they're able to um, you know, work on their presentation with us. And then we send out invites via email and on our website to get people to come to the meetings, and that's kind of how it goes. The Barnabas Group, an organization put together for Christ followers like you and me. Each day we have are fine-tuning our skills in our workplace all over the country. We, we're, we're experts at leadership or management or HR or accounting or marketing or IT, whatever those skills may be. There's a nonprofit kingdom focused organization out there that needs you. Becky Turner as the national managing partner. You said that you're in how many cities are you in now? Is it 14 cities? We're, we've got 12 cities that we're in right now. 16 12 cities. Locations. Okay, 12 cities, 16 locations. So that means there's another thousand or more major cities in the country that could use a Barnabas group. Who's doing Give the coordinating in those sure. cities? Yeah, we'd love to. We'd love to connect and find some folks who've got some leadership capital there that we can plug into and come alongside to make happen. Well, let's talk about that because before we bring on our last guest, I want to make sure people know how they can get in con- get in contact with you to talk about because they're hearing about this ministry where it connects people's great skills in the kingdom with ministries that need those great skills. How do people get a hold of you? Sure. You can go to the website, BarnabasGroup.org, and um, reach in to contact us, and you'll I'll get an email. Or they can email me directly, Becky.Turner at BarnabasGroup.org. And we'll have all that information on our Facebook page and also on the in the write-up on the I Work For Him podcast on our website, IWorkForHim.com, the BarnabasGroup.org, but I want you to check out the Barnabas Group, but it's online at BarnabasGroup.org. Why don't you introduce our last guest, Becky? Jennifer is a new friend. I met her the last time I was up in Chicago um, in the fall at one of their um, quarterly meetings. And Jennifer's on the board of the Chicago Barnabas Group and just has a real heart um, to see both uh, young folks and uh, women get more deeply involved in what we're doing at Barnabas. And so I was glad to have her a part of our national meeting that we had when we came together as as a team in January and, and glad that she's on the show again today, Jennifer. Jennifer, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you, Jen. Thank you, Becky. Why don't you say your last name? I didn't want to mispronounce it, so that's why I didn't say it. How do you say it? Yeah, so in English, it's Jennifer Villarreal. And in Spanish, I even have a hard time with it, so let's just say Jennifer Villarreal. (laughs) Well, I was going to say Villarreal, but I didn't know. know, So 
How do you inter- the Arial, whatever? It's all good. Oh, Most yeah, I can't roll my R's. I can't roll my R's. <laughs> I grew up in Minnesota. We didn't roll R's in Minnesota. All right. Jennifer, how did you come to be a follower of Jesus? Yeah, so it was about 34 years ago of me being my own mini God and being really, really bad at it. You know, I was reading this book of faith, that book of faith. I was trying to do things on my own. I was feeling empty, anxiety-ridden, lost, suicidal thoughts. Uh, my job, my relationships, family, everything in my life was falling apart. And so finally, I just prayed. Well, no, let me let me be real here. I demanded to God and threw out an F-bomb <laughs> to destroy the entire planet. And I said, is this Jesus thing for real? Prove it. Show me. I want to know. And so he ended up showing me what he wasn't. I did have a near-death experience a few days after that. It was extremely dark and demonic, very sinister. And I'll only share briefly on that now. And if your listeners would like to know more, they can always contact me. But the beauty of what happened was a couple days after that, wow, um, I really uh, got to experience God's presence. There was a woman who was taking care of my dogs at her amazing dog retreat. I didn't really know her personally, but I knew she knew something. I could feel God's presence there, even though I didn't really know exactly what was that. I wanted to know more. And so I told her what had happened. I asked her a ton of questions, every doubt, every block, every question that was placed in my heart. She was able to answer it with God's word, with scripture. And it was in that moment that Val was lifted, and my heart became... Um, softened and just open to uh, having this relationship with Jesus Christ. And in that moment, a swarm of dragonflies all around us. And normally I would be freaked out by insects flying around me, but this was really beautiful. It was a sign. It was something that I needed to know without a doubt and experience. And that's what I had personally asked God to show me. Show me so I could have without a doubt, because I didn't know his word at that time. Right? <laughs> I needed to see something more physical. But later on, he showed me we don't walk by faith, we walk by sight. You know, But this is why my sales in the heart, you know, my business, the logo, it's in the form of a dragonfly and in the shape of a J. And obviously, that J does not stand for Jennifer. It stands for Jesus. So sales from the heart, what is that all about? It's sales from the heart. We're non-traditional sales, marketing, and messaging um, coaching business with a faith-based foundation. So I'm not here to convince, convert, or condemn. Uh, I do work with people of all different faith backgrounds. But what I find is a lot of the entrepreneurs and small business owners that I work with, they end up, you know, growing in their faith as we work together. You know, a lot of times when they, they meet me, they say, hey, I'm isolated. I feel stuck. I don't have the confidence to move forward in my life and my business. Or maybe, you know, business is going great, but I'm feeling overwhelmed and I'm losing sight of what my true purpose is here. And so for a lot of entrepreneurs, these things can sometimes feel unsteady. You know, income can fluctuate month to month. Um, selling their services can feel like a constant struggle, and maybe even their family and friends aren't necessarily, you know, understanding their chosen lifestyle and entrepreneurship. And so I teach them as a sales and marketing ex- expert, you know, I'm convinced that a strong life, a strong business begins with a strong faith. And so we can build their life and build their business on an unshakable God-centered identity. That way they can get that strength that they need to move forward. <laughs> Wow, that was a lot. That was a 30-second intromercial. That was fantastic. I love that. Okay, so how did you get connected to the Barnabas Group? Yeah, so how I got connected to the Barnabas Group was a client actually posted on Facebook, and I had no idea what 
the Barnabas group was or even who Barnabas was in the Bible, you know, because I had just become born again uh, two years prior to that. So this was totally Holy Spirit-led. I decided to, to Google and go to the website and learn a little bit more. What is this? What is it about? And really, it's something that you have to go to the, the quarterly summit, the quarterly meetings, and really understand how we can best use our time and our talent to serve, you know, these ministries and meet other marketplace leaders. So, how have your skills at Sales from the Heart been put to use for nonprofit, kingdom-focused ministry organizations since you got connected to the Barnabas Group? Yeah, so just like, you know, I often say our business is also like our ministry, our ministries are also like a business. And so a lot of times people in ministry and non-for-profit, they get a little fearful of the sales talk, money, um, about donations. And so I help them move forward with clarity and ease and really redefining what sales truly means. And I break this into a quick acronym, Jim. You know, sales is about being of service. The A stands for authenticity. L, listening, you know, with an open heart. E, engaging, and the last S, of course, is spiritual. You know, we want to tie in God's Word into the work that we do and also into our actions. Wow. I love that. You're, you're good. You can tell you're in sales because you've got an acronym and a 30-second intermercial. I love that. What, when you, just really quickly before we go, tell people why they should check out a local Barnabas group near them to get their kingdom skills in, uh, being used by ministries. Yeah, so again, it's a way to use your time and talent like Becky touched on earlier in the show. Um, please go to the website and to learn more or just reach out to one of us because it's a place where all of us can come together as marketplace leaders and connect with these ministries. You know, it's it's um, once a quarter. You know, you can get more involved if you like, and that's what I did. You know, I started out just being able to give what I could when I first started. I started with the Barnabas Group when I had first launched Sales from the Heart, and as the years you know, went on, I was able to contribute and give more and more. So, um, you know, just definitely I would like to encourage everybody to reach out to one of us, uh, go on the website. There's plenty of information out there, but really it's something that you need to experience. Jennifer, thanks for calling into iWork for him this afternoon, sharing a little bit of your story. And uh, I'm grateful that you are very touch- you're very connected on LinkedIn. People can reach out to you on LinkedIn. Uh, and uh, I really appreciate you uh, being part of the show today. Thank you, Jim. Becky, it's it's fun to hear the people that have been plugged into ministries and ministries that have been plugged into by, by Barnabas Group Partners. Mm-hmm. How many ministries do you guys get to help a year? Well, just last year alone, we did 112 ministries in our, in our 10 different locations. So wow. that's just that actually presented um, because many of the ministries will come and uh, we just will sit down with them and talk through what their, some of their needs are, and they might get a, a, a problem solved just in the conversation or just to kind of go to the next level and learn a, bit, a little bit more. If they're like a brand-new startup organization, we can help them in that. But who actually presented was 112 last year. So just really quick, who should be getting involved in the Barnabas Group as a partner? Uh, anyone uh, who is a, uh, a Christian who has marketplace skills and talents that they have exhibited um, through the years and has a heart to serve. Uh, we're, we're definitely a servant-led organization, and... We don't have it all because we're marketplace people and ministries aren't. But we want to come alongside the ministries and together uh, advance the kingdom of God in a better way. I love that. Becky Turner, National Managing Partner with the Barnabas Group. Thanks for being an eye work for him this afternoon. My pleasure, Jim. Have a great day. 
Check them out online at barnabasgroup.org. That's barnabasgroup.org. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Let's remind ourselves that our mission is simple and our calling is unique. It's no mistake that you work where you do and with whom that you work. They need to experience freedom, and Jesus is that answer. We daily need to remind ourselves of the mission and our commitment to our Lord Jesus. Let's say it together. I Work For Him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit IWorkForHim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at I Work For Him to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at I Work For Him and online, IWorkForHim.com. I Work, the number number four, him.com.